When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live on SEN Track, this is The Road to the Trilogy. Text anytime on 0499 736 736. And to subscribe to the podcast, just search SEN Track Giddy Up. Good afternoon in the east. Good morning to you in the west. This is The Road to the Trilogy. Of course, the Western Trilogy will be conducted in the middle part of April. It will be, no doubt about it, the biggest weekend of racing in WA. $5.5 million up for grabs. Over one magical weekend, highlighting, of course, the three codes with the Quokka, the $4 million wait for age gallops race on the Saturday. And on the Friday night, we've got the Nullarbor worth a million dollars for the harness horses and the Sandgroper worth $500,000. Each and every Friday, we are joined by the Dream Team. Uh, the biggest names in WA racing, unfortunately, Gary Hall Jr., would you believe he has got a commitment with Justin Prentice working horses? Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but that was his excuse. He has set through his best drive for our famous Gallops dog and trot multi for the Road to the Trilogy team. Um, so we'll have a chat to Junior next week. But what about the stars that we've got on the line, our regulars here? First of all, let's welcome in the Group 1 winning trainer, Simon Archibald Miller. Um, Simon, welcome back to the road to the trilogy. Has it sunk in yet? You're a group one winning uh, trainer, mate. Morning, Gareth. Morning, Cody. Hope you're well. Um, yeah. Hasn't sunk in purely because I just haven't had a chance to stop and figure out what's occurred. I've been totally under the pump since uh, since the weekend. So it's seen all systems go. Yes, and there's all the love with the road to the trilogy team we've got a group message and cody charles i think he was as proud as anyone when you saluted in that group one sign he joins us now good day charlesy yeah good morning gareth and simon yep and big congratulations to simon on knocking off his first group one hopefully first of many and it's a big weekend of racing in wa as well we've got the anniversary cup on a saturday night at cannington the village kid at gloucester park tonight and then of course the final day of the Pinnacles highlighted by the $1.5 million gold rush over the 1,400 metres, wait for age. Um, I think that's a great race where you get to see like the railway stakes horses um, clashing now with the winner bottom stakes horses. So they've been competing at group one level over the 12 and the 1,600 metres respectively, and they come together over the 1,400 metres. But Simon... Um, since you've taken out the Northerly and you've won the Guineas and you've had a wonderful carnival, um, they tell me you've, you've never been like, since you met Ali and you found the love of your life, but back to your high school days when you were the start at school and then everybody wanted a piece of you ringing up and seeing if you would be their date for the ball. Um, they, that's what they, that's, that's my mail is that your phone hasn't stopped ringing because people want to, um, be in a relationship with you for the quokka with all of your stable stars. And um, I'll be fascinated to hear how your week's been with you being in, in demand like you are. Um, week's been horrendous <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Um, 
it's good that you're busy, don't get wrong, and it's good that we're in demand, but I still had a lot of work to do post um post Saturday and, and obviously that got put on the back burner when we won the, the big one and Sunday was Walsh's party and it was it was a great party and it was sort of rolled day and then I had to get back on the tools and start working again and then uh, we had a chat with Pete Monday Arvo and I, to be fair I didn't really know I didn't I knew the races that run off for over race but I never actually sat down and figured out the dates and how long she'd have off and um, I played around with them Monday morning because uh, I just wanted to concentrate on our carnival. And once we got through that and I played with the date, she was only ever going to have three weeks off um, to get ready for Melbourne. And I wasn't comfortable doing that with um, things that went uh, sort of wrong behind the scenes at the stables. And um, so then I sat down with Pete and I said, why don't we just give her a light autumn and we'll play Quokka, two runs, Roman Cup, Quokka, then head, head ready for a big spring. So that was all well and good. And then it got announced that we were staying. Um, I would have loved another 24 hours for it before it got announced because I had work to do. But then the phone started going berserk <laughs> for the Quokka slot. Yeah, we had Welsh on Giddy Up on the Monday with Darren McCauley for the means test. And he said, well, that's the last time you see her in WA. Simon's <laughs> heading over for the All-Star Mile and Race of Victoria. Um, started their um, their promotion with her coming across and then she would head after that for a spring um, to Sydney for the Golden Eagle. And then um, you had a chat to Walshy that afternoon and, um, yeah, you decided to stay for the Quokka, which is terrific for the trilogy because you need the biggest name in WA. And we've got a, we've got a guest on the line, Simon, here. He's, he's our great friend. Um, we've known him for a long time, and now he's the face of Ladbrokes. And Ladbrokes have got slots in all three of the the, the races there across the, the Western Trilogy weekend. His name is Adam Hamilton, and he joins us now. Hamo, welcome to the Road to the Trilogy. You're doing some wonderful stuff with Ladbrokes. I love the, the media campaign you guys are doing at the moment. Your videos are sensational across the three codes, and it's just terrific to have Ladbrokes involved in the, the trilogy races. And um, I think you might have to set up home for a couple of weeks there leading up to the trilogy um, in WA. It's a good afternoon to you across your base in, in Melbourne. Great to have you on the show, mate. Yeah, terrific to be on, Gareth, Cody, Simon. Good to be on with all of you guys. And look, it's just exciting. I, I, I love WA. Um, a lot of people might know, Gareth, but I was the one that switched your arm to go over there for your long yes. stint. So... Um, and you know, I think it was great for you and I have nothing but terrific experiences when I go across. In fact, those three inner dominions in a row they had were, you know, three, three of the most enjoyable I've been to, but, but look, that aside, when the opportunity came up to be part of, um, you know, these three slot races, um, you know, we, we are unashamedly a racing focused business. So anytime these opportunities come up we we just jump on them we're led by a, a ceo in dean shannon who is passionate racing through and through and that's really refreshing in a business of our size to to be focused in racing and, and want to get right behind it so we've also got a lot of really passionate people in the business who want to get involved in the process of trying to to fill those slots with the right horses or greyhounds and that's going to be fun over the next next month or two now, Simon and you're, you're Geelong boys, aren't you? 
Yep. Yes, yeah, yeah, indeed we are. But well, we're, we're, we are, and we're both passionate Cats fans, so we probably tweet more about the footy than we do, or text more about the footy than the racing, <laughs> I reckon, Simon. Very true. Yeah, and you've, you've done a, a lot of great work with... I, I love the way that you guys go about um, promoting the game with your videos, and I think one of the, the best that you've done is your um, video package with... Amelia's jewel. You got to chat to Simon and Peter Walsh. Did you enjoy that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, being able to tell that story, you know, while she was still on the rise, and the Eastern States people had heard a little bit about her, and but um, you know, as I said to Simon the last time I saw him over there, um, I don't think you realise how big she is in the Eastern States and the recognition and the. The, the credit the credit that she's sort of gaining over here, I think he does now after his phone's been ringing off for a few days. Yes. Did that surprise you, Simon, with her popularity throughout this journey with her, especially this campaign? It, it didn't surprise me. It's always nice to hear the, the good news, but the phone leading up to all her starts this time in had been pretty solid from the east. Eastern Seaboard. So I knew that there was momentum, probably not to the extent until Adam explained it to me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's awesome that everyone's embraced her and, and they um, enjoy watching her go around. So as, so with Ladbroke, so what's your, do you have weekly meetings trying to work out because you've got to look after the three codes. So you've got experts and traders that do the markets and form analysis um for the three codes in WA. So is it a weekly meeting? And when do you think that, because obviously being part of this journey is to promote WA racing and to do that, I would imagine that you would be pretty keen to lock in a, a greyhound or a couple of those horses um, pretty shortly. So what is the game plan? Do you want to go early or do you want to go late? How, how, how are Ladbrokes approaching it? Well, I think one of the best things about Ladbrokes is we don't like meetings. Nor do I. Okay. So that's why we're a good fit. Um, no, look, I, we have a lot of communication. So there's a comms thing called Slack, which a lot of businesses use now. So we're tic-tacking on that. It's basically a business version of, um, of WhatsApp. We've got WhatsApp groups set up. Um, everyone, as I said, we've got a lot of, you know, a lot of really passionate people who follow racing very closely, who want to be and should be involved in this process. So, Look, we haven't settled on anything at the moment. You know, have have we put our hand up for Amelia's Jewel? Of course we have, but it's business, you know. So um, Simon and the team have got a lot to consider when when that decision comes round. And it's the same, you know, we, we are in talks or we've I've at least been on the phone to a few of the connections of some of the major paces as well mm-hmm. from a nullable point of view. Uh, but we haven't formalised anything on that front. You know, we are really well advanced um, as far as that goes, and hopefully we can announce something in in the next week or so. But it's never a done deal until it's signed and, and formalised on paper, Gareth. But I love it. I just reckon mm. it's 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 one of the most enjoyable parts of my job, and I think it's added massively to racing these slot races. They might not be everyone's cup of tea. But what they do is they create discussion. And the more discussion we can create, the better, you know. And you've been a big part of it, particularly 
around the Phoenix, and it's terrific to see with you know for Cody and others that the Greyhounds are involved in the in the WA trilogy as well. So with the the Greyhounds, Cody, are people when you go to Mandurah and in Cannington, are they talking about uh, the the Sand Groper? Yeah, I think so, mate. Like I think as you both say, it's a it's a great um, it's a great thing for, for WA racing. You know, it gets gets people talking and it starts to bring a few new people into the industry and. It's just, yeah, the hype's really starting to build up, so it's an exciting weekend coming up. And I do have some big news on, on the actual Nullarbor. Um, as you know, I speak to uh, Stuart from um, the yep. Rockingham Ram Syndicate, and um, they've signed the contract, locked in the deal, that their runner for the Nullarbor will be Laverick Joe. Okay. That's it. That's interesting, Adam. Laverick Joe, he was a horse that I thought might have got forgotten about, but if he draws the lead, say, in the Nullarbor, he'll be mighty hard to catch and... I think that's a terrific move from the Ram syndica- um, syndication ads. Yeah, oh, awesome. Well done. And and good on Ray Jones. I actually spoke to Ray, you know, just had a very informal chat to Ray. And, and you know, we obviously spoke in confidence, but now that's been made public. Um, you know, we can talk about it. And Ray said that's the way he was leaning because he wanted to support, you know, local local people buying slots and promoting racing. And I said, why not? You're a... You know, I totally get that, mate. You're a you're a bit of a you know a local pinup horse, and if you can team up with a a local group like that, it's just it's just a really really good fit. So that's exciting news. He deserves to be part of it, and you know I'm sure Gary Hall Senior has probably got four or five options, and that that team have only got one slot, and you know, and then you, obviously Magnificent Storm's going to be really well sought after as well, and you know that's that's only touching on a few of them, so. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see whether Eastern States horses um, can get involved as well. The appetite will be there, but um, you know, it, it, it's not it's not insurmountable, is it? The travel issues, no. and, and it's going to take some smart minds to come together to facilitate the travel for both the harness and the um, and the thoroughbreds to get over. Sounds like it, unless you've got Tony Silovich running your horse, who. Put um, Magical Mac, Mr. Magical Mac, on. He, he raced in the Inter Dominion final on Sunday, and then he floated from Sydney to Perth across the Nullarbor, and he won on the Friday night. That Friday night, racing the Inter Dominion final on Sunday, and then won on that Friday night. And for me, in any code, that's still the greatest training performance I've ever ever seen. <laughs> that's like yeah. it's astonishing, really, when you think about it. Yeah, no, it is. But um, when when you when you've met Tony and yes. seen the way he trains his horses, <laughs> nothing should surprise you. Yeah, Simon, we'll go to Amelia Park and get Tony to chase Amelia's jewel, Miss Kentucky, and the likes uh, with his um forward <laughs> Ute and um just chases him around the paddock because that's what he goes in um the in his accent that I can't really pull off at the moment. But that they're, they're, they're herd horses. That's how you trade them. And so I don't think he even put him in the hobbles. He just um, trained them out of a paddock. Now, the big question for you, Simon, is that you've got a lot of great friends, I would imagine, that have got slots in the um, in the quokka. So it'll probably really, um, we'll get a, a line in the sand type of moment. Who you love more, Adam or me, basically, at the end of the day? <laughs> Yes, it's uh, it's not ideal when you have to make the call and you feel like you're going to let someone down. It's um, not a nice situation to be in, but um, sometimes uh, you are in these situations and 
um, as long as they know the reason why and, um, and and it's nothing personal, it's just business, then that'll be all right. But it's, uh, it's a tricky situation. Yeah, I'm trying to organise Joel Salad or something like that, but Adam's got more contacts at the Geelong Football Club than I, so... Um... <laughs> Um, it'll be fascinating to see what the deal. In fact, it would make a brilliant reality TV show. In fact, it would be brilliant to like follow that journey, Adam, with the negotiations behind the scenes. I think Netflix would sign you up pretty quickly. <laughs> I, I honestly think there's um, there's a lot in that, isn't it? It's yeah. a little bit like the the player manager thing in um, you know in AFL or you know going way back to uh, you know to some of the great great movies movies we saw along the way with the 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 player managers and the like, but um, yeah, look, it's it, yeah, look, uh, uh, yes, this is in some part about relationships, but you know, when you pull away the surface here, um, it's business, yeah. Um, and you know, and Simon and, and Peter Walsh, who's an incredibly successful businessman, and Simon in his own business as well, because that's what training is these days. It's a business, not just training horses. So they've got to sit down, remove the emotion, and look at it from a business point of view, and. Um, we would absolutely love, you know, she's got a bit of red in her colours. We'd absolutely love to have mm. Amelia's Jewel as our partner, but, um, you know, but but equally we'll respect whichever way they land on it. I, I love how well she went. He just throws it. Oh, mate, I don't know anything about this quacky. You've got to deal with Simon and he'll be handling it yeah. all. <laughs> he's just, he's just <laughs> hand passed it to Simon. So, well, <laughs> so he's I'll everyone. Tell you the, I'll, t- yeah. I'll tell you the funniest thing. He sold his business. He's semi-retired. Lives the dream. Yeah, I've got my ass hanging out. He, <laughs> said me, he said to me during the week, and you can't help but love the bloke. And he said to me during the week so innocently, "Mate, you'll be sweet to look after. Can you get all the information from everyone who's chasing us, and then just compile it all and give it to us? Yeah, and we'll have a we'll have a meeting." And uh, then uh, we'll come up. We'll come up with a plan. I, and you can't help but love you. It's like, yeah, no worries, no drama at all. Yeah, you got to love Walshie. I'll be going straight to Ali if I um, if I want to give anyone a hint because she is the <laughs> boss of Simon Miller Racing. Just before we let you go, Adam, it's a big weekend across the country in all three codes. But we know that you love your trots. Um, first of all, who wins the Inter Dominion? Ooh, what a yeah. Oh, look, I'd, I'd love to just smack you between the eyes and declare one, but I can't. I do think Acknow's getting out to backable odds. I reckon he'll get close to $3.50. And, and in almost every scenario, I can see Acknow finding the lead. Um, and I'd be saving on expensive ego, who, yeah, he's got to beat the Emma Stewart, Clayton, Tonkin army, but I reckon he's going to relish the distance and he'll be right at his peak for the final. But, look, Acknow is my top pick. And in the trotters, um, I, I think there's been an overreaction to the draw. I reckon Just Believe's been the best trotter through the series. And even though he's drawn badly in the final, again, long distance, not a lot of depth of the race, I reckon he can come around. If they go hard enough early, I reckon he can come around, Just Believe, sit parked for the second half of the race and be too good for them. And two fast, two series, representing WA and the consolation, well, Kenny Witt. Yeah. He's got it, yeah. So, look, I had a good chat with the Perth radio guys during the week about it, and I, I reckon he's really got a good chance here. It's just a matter of if Dylan Edgett and Green can pick him up off what was a pretty flat second and third nights. But I reckon the week between runs, I don't think he'll lead. I reckon he'll get out and probably look to sit on maybe something like a like a wildfire, maybe. Um yeah. 
and I reckon he's going to be super competitive. Um, put it this way, I, I'll say now I've had something on him at $13. I, yeah. I think um, the best version would be just about the horse to beat in that race. You're unbelievable. Sucking up to the connections of Too Fast, Too Serious already. I think it's got no <laughs> chance, but you just want Magnificent Storm for your slot. So uh, I can understand. You your... saw straight through me. Yeah, yeah. I, can <laughs> I can understand your theory. You wouldn't dare. It's got no it's hope. I love man, Robbie Tomlinson. <laughs> it's got... Robbie says it's gold, all right? It's no chance. But anyway, I understand what your game plan is. And um, just quickly, Magnificent Storm, can he win the Village Kid tonight? Uh, of course he can. Would I want to step in at short odds from that draw over a short trip first up? No, I wouldn't. All right. um, I'll be watching and cheering tonight, but I won't be backing him. Hey, we wish you the best of luck. Not too much luck with your negotiation for the because um, you're taking on us on the Sports Entertainment Network for your um, for the Quacker and the Sand Groper, but we appreciate your time, Adam, as always. You're superstar. Oh, so you won't get him away with Magnificent Storm if I'm any chance of getting him. Yeah? No, we missed out on a slot for the harness, so I could support you there with Magnificent Storm. Um, <laughs> boys, boys oh, bad wish, news. Wish Regency luck. food is Robbie Tomlinson. Yeah, but you can do a deal because he might want to go with, like, he could, he might um, win both ways. He could go with another person and then have too fast, too serious, Cody. You haven't thought about that's a good that, point. have you? I yeah. haven't, no. no. Um, that's what we're... Oh, yeah. Cody's just, like, I was relatively upbeat until Cody just ripped the wind out of my yeah. sails there. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, thanks for that, mate. Appreciate it, Wonder Boy. Good on you, boys. A pleasure to be on the show. Keep up the great work, guys. There's Adam Hamilton. This is the road yeah. to the trilogy. Now, I'm having a little bit of a... I've had some fun, and I'll reveal it after the break. So I went through the Quokka slot holders, and you can help me with this. Send in your text messages, 0499736736. If you're Perth Racing, Sports Bet, Ladbrokes, us here at the Sports Entertainment Network, um, the, the Ram Racing Syndicate, um, even Lindsay Smith, what would you do to persuade Simon Miller, if you were representing those slots, to get Amelia's Jewel um, into your camp for the $4 million race? I'll let you know what I'm thinking straight after this break. This is, of course, the road to the trilogies. We celebrate the Western Trilogy, the first ever running of these slot races next April. Gareth Hall, Simon Miller and Cody Charles with you on this Friday and straight after this break as well, I've got some big breaking um, news regarding a few of um, the slot holders and a couple of the big guns that might be heading to WA for these slot races across the three coats. Live on SEN Track, this is the Road to the Trilogy. Text anytime on 0499 736 736. And to subscribe to the podcast, just search SEN Track Giddy Up. Send in your text messages. If you're one of the slot holders, what would you do to persuade Simon Miller to join you with Amelia's Jewel? 0499736736. Some interesting text messages coming in as well. Some I can read. I think, think some I can't. 0499736736. And I've got some breaking news with a few of the slot holders and some of the dogs and horses that they're trying to attract for the Western Trilogy slot races there coming up in the middle part of April. We'll quickly take the news and then we'll come back and we'll continue our chat um, with Simon Miller and Cody Charles. This is The Road to the Trilogy. You're listening on SEN Track right across the country. Live on SEN Track, this is The Road to the Trilogy. Text anytime on 0499 736 736. And to subscribe to the podcast, just search SEN Track Giddy Up.
Iron Clad Little length and a half on the outside. Bustler comes at it. Search and rocks behind those. Amelia's Jewel picking away through. Cascadians coming down the outside. Amelia's Jewel out after Iron Clad. Amelia's Jewel hits the front. And Walshie's West Aussie Wonder Philly has won the Northerly. Amelia's Jewel scored from Iron Clad or Cascadian. But to, to share Simon and Walshie's first Group 1 winner on a horse who I have so much love for. I have even before she had a trial. We just connect so well. Um, we have such a great team. Still gives me goosebumps and listening to Patrick Carberry that I've known for quite some time. He's one of the really good guys of racing and um, two great people combining in Simon Miller and Patrick Carberry doing for Peter Walsh. And I was um, talking to Macca and Peter Walsh on the means test on Giddy Up on Monday morning, Si, and I was relaying the story. Hopefully it wasn't um, an off-the-record story that you told me because I did tell everybody about your relationship with Patrick Carberry and what you guys have been through. And um, I, I was telling the story how you got emotional um, when you were explaining the journey that you've had with Patrick, especially from the start. I don't know if you want to touch on that, um, but how you had to make that like you, I think you apologized to him one day for, for what happened when you first started teaming up, um, when you first arrived in WA in 2008, and then it's come full circle in a way with what you guys were able to achieve there on Saturday. Yeah, it's probably been an emotional roller coaster ride. So he rode for us a fair bit early on and, um, I was knew I'd get to the level where we're at now, and that's not being arrogant. That's just the people I've worked for along the way. If you apply yourself and you work hard and you you bring some of their ideas to your stable, it's a fair recipe for success. And so, I suppose at the start, I wanted to get to that level straight away. Um, and anything that would sort of hold me back or curtailed that from happening. I was probably a bit harsh. He, he rode well for us, but a couple of times he probably got a few wrong and I'd let him know and really got into him and made it a bit difficult. And We parted ways. Um, and it was a few years later I saw him at Ascot and I just went up to him. No one was around and I just said, mate, I want to apologise. You, you rode for me at the wrong time. Um, you know, I was putting too much pressure on you and um, I was probably very angry and so on and so forth. And then from there, um, the relationship started again. So it was, it was uh, funny how it all worked out. And then you look to see where you end up now. And, you know, he's a stable rider and um, rides a lot of winners for us. Do you think sometimes, I know we're going off script a little bit, but and I've had a chat about this to Mick Price on the Trainers Tower about your relationship that you have with the, the jockeys and from a, um, and we had a chat to James Winks, who's a jockeys coach as well in the jockeys room on Giddy Up, the psychology of working um, with the jocks and, and um, making sure that like you, you're nearly in a way, Si, you have to be, and you've done some great work with apprentices as well throughout your career. Um, you have to be their footy coach in a way. Like if they have one bad ride at the start of the day, um, then you've got to try and make sure that they're in the right frame of mind for the next couple of rides. And I, I guess that you can understand the relationship you got with Paddy because he, he didn't give Miss Kentucky and he was the first to admit that not the greatest of rides there in the winter bottom, but then 
he had that frame of mind, the belief that, you know, he's got your backing and, and Walsh's backing that he delivered one of the all time great rides in the Northerly from great, uh, from gate number one. Yeah, it's fascinating. You've got to have the ability to reset, go again. And, yeah. and the senior the senior jockeys are the ones that can do that. It's probably the younger ones and more so the apprentices that they torch one, race one, or copper spray, race two, and they've got a full book. They've got to be able to reset, go again. And, and that's easy to say. It's hard to do. And that's where um, I love having apprentices because you, you you've got to help them. You've got to strategize right if this happens how can you reset go again because i can't be there after every race sometimes i've got sometimes i don't have runners other times i'm with connections so yeah it's fascinating the things that you do behind the scenes as as a coach to try and get them in the best possible frame of mind for their next ride because the owners and the trainers of the next ride they don't really care what's happened prior because right now they're all about them and 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 their time and you've got you've got to Go out there with a positive outlook and be fresh and ready to go. So you can help us now. O four double nine seven three six seven three six. If you're a Quokka slot holder, what would you be offering Simon Miller? Now, Charles, you can help me here. Um, yeah, mate. The Ram Racing Syndicate. Now they've got a lot of sponsorship. So what would their main um, um, what would their main carrot be dangling at Simon Miller? Haven't they got a car sponsorship? Yeah, well, they are. Like you say, they're sponsored by Rockingham Rams. So. You never know. They might be able to hook, hook Simon up with a ram. That might look pretty good on a um on his three horse float driving into Ascot. Yep. No, nah, I reckon that'll work. Ladbrokes maybe um a thousand dollar bonus bets into his account um each and every week for the next two years. Um, who knows what <laughs> Lindsay Smith would offer you? Um, it'd be fascinating. I don't maybe um maybe you can, he's shutting up shop there in WA. Maybe you can um. Have you have his property there for um, when you need to go and give a horse a bit of a break, Simon? You could look after his property. All expenses paid for for a year. Lindsay Smith says he's a little bit. Um, he's trying to get an Eastern State horse, or because he's run out of horses, he believes, um, and he's thinking about running himself, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you one thing. Um, when it was announced that we were staying, yeah. <laughs> Henry Dwyer flicked me a text. He said, see you in the quokka. So I don't know who's got who's got Hachi, but oh, someone must have. That's an exclusive. Oh, because he's got that filly, hasn't he? Yeah. So I don't know who's linked up with him, but he just said, see you in the quokka. Um, Magic Bloodstock Racing probably can give you um, one of Winx's foals or a share in the, unfortunately, <laughs> she um, the, the schnitzel foal um, didn't quite work out. So she's having a season off, but she's got a Pierre, uh, Pierrata foal on the ground, so that could be the Magic Bloodstock Racing um, um, negotiation. That's what they could offer you. Sports bet could offer you maybe the captain of their cricket side. <laughs> Morton Racing could give you Dan Morton's assistant, Vinny Chase, to work for you for a year. <laughs> um, Sports Entertainment Network could give you Super Bowl tickets for the rest of your life, and you get to bring one mate with Hutchie. Perth Racing could give you free a bar named after you and free alcohol for a year as well for your owners. Um, who knows what Bob would do? I had to think about this, child. I don't know, Mr. Peters. Maybe um, um, BMWs for the rest of your life because I know you love BMWs, Simon. And I don't know the Chief Racing Syndicate. Do you know much about them, Charlesy? 
No, I haven't um, discovered that one. I'm unsure who they are. No. Sorry. So there's a few options there for you, Si. Um, text messages coming through. Hey, G, let Funky Miller know that the little girl is a huge following over here in the in the borough. That's from Snackers from Canberra. I would imagine the horse's weight in beer and entry to the crazy horse would both be aptly themed and attractive to the great man. <laughs> um, Jimmy says, I organised Simon tickets to a Geelong Cats box for a for his pick of the round at Cadinia Park, meet the team, autograph jumper, etc. Um, Joshy Jenkins could help pull that off for us. Um, um, the other one is Simon. I would just give him, I would give him a, a million dollar, um, million dollars to spend at the Magic Million sale. That's a good one. That wouldn't last long, Simon. No, it wouldn't. Not after last year no. at Perth. So just before we move on and and um talk about um, the the other slot races and the trots and the the greyhounds on a serious note. When do you think that you want to be making a decision with all of these offers now? <laughs> Before uh, Christmas be fair, so you can next, relax? I want to, yeah, I want to do it next week. Um, yep. Not not for Miss Contigia. I just want to do um, Amelia's Jewel next week purely because it for two reasons. A, to, um, to take the pressure off from Erwin, but B, to give those slot holders who have applied the opportunity to, to start focusing on something else. We don't want to wait and leave them hanging out to dry. So it'll be next week, I'm, I'm assuming. Well, that's nice of you, Si. Thanks for thinking. So, so are you allowed to disclose how many offers there have been from Amelia's Jewel? Oh, nearly, nearly <laughs> every, nearly everyone. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so um, there's a couple that didn't, and I'm assuming that, They've already tied his up, but uh, everyone uh, was jumping. So, so we, yeah. Will, will Walshie have a say, or is it your decision? No, no, I'll, I'll sit down with Pete and we'll work through it. Um, and he'll just look at all the, the different various scenarios that are tossed at him. The funniest thing is he's, he's not a greedy person, so it's not as if he'll just go straight to the to the top and say, this is, yeah, this is the best. Obviously he's a businessman and, and, you know, he'd take the better deal, but he's also pretty loyal and um, he'll take that into account as well. But um, we'll have that chat and then come up with a, with a play. Well, he owns Margaret River, so he really doesn't need the money. Um, well, <laughs> That's he, exactly right. So well, he got offered massive money for half share in it uh, the other day, like huge money. Yes. Um, and, he, and he's like, what am I going to do with it? So maybe we have to think about something what any might like. Um, so you need to play to play the right way. Yeah, so someone's just going to go to the boss. Yeah, you're going to think outside the square. Or Ali, <laughs> your beautiful wife. Maybe we can offer free babysitting whenever she wants. Maybe my mother-in-law Vicky could. Um, um, maybe we could organise a plan there. So it's fascinating <laughs> what kind of deals are going to take place. And just quickly, we're all talking about Amelia's Jewel, but she'll have to drop back 1800 metres to. She'll be first up, and you can freshen her up, but. To me, I would imagine Miss Kentucky would be nearly a, as good or, a, dare I say it, a better chance over the 1,200 metres weight for age, Simon. Because we're thinking um, Golden Eagle Cox plates for Amelia Jewell. Yeah, it'd be an interesting scenario. I've got no doubt she's that good that I could train her for a short course race and, and she'll adapt and she'll be fine. Um, you know, she won a stakes race first up this time in and things behind the scenes were not going to plan and she went into that race pretty soft. 
So, but if I had the opportunity to train her properly for a twelve hundred, I'm sure she'd acquit herself well. But the other, the other man, she's a beauty, isn't she? Like she's yeah. had a fantastic prep, and things didn't go our way in the big one. But um, she's another one that can hold her own in that race. Yep, love it. We'll take a quick break, Charlesy. Don't go anywhere. I need to pick your brain because I've got a couple of big, awesome, um, massive news stories regarding the Sandgrope, but with a few of the greyhounds that might be heading your way, maybe for a Perth Cup into the Sandgroper. Gareth Hall, Simon Archibald Miller, Cody Charles with you on the road to the trilogy as we get set for the Western Trilogy in the middle part of April. And don't forget, our famous Trot Dog Gallops Multi isn't far away as well. Live on SEN Track, this is the Road to the Trilogy. Text anytime on 0499 736 736. And to subscribe to the podcast, just search SEN Track Giddy Up. 0499 736 736. Simon, would there be a chance that Amelia's jewel would race in the Geelong colours? Um, would you allow that for the quad? Oh, I would. I would all day long. Yeah. <laughs> get, the, get the hoops out there for sure. Even put a number five on the back. <laughs> Love it. Hey, Charlesy, now some news regarding the slot race for the Sandgrove. I had a chat to Kel Greeno, who trains the country's best dog and well, she's fast. Sportsbet have been in negotiations with him. Is she is ready to go in and firing um, in March. She'll probably go to a Perth Cup and then represent Sportsbet in that Sandgroper, which would be terrific for the race and racing fans in WA. And our dog who were rep- representing us in the Sports Entertainment Net for the Sports Entertainment Network in the Phoenix, the slot race next week, Emron Boys, the favourite, um, he wouldn't go to the Perth Cup. But if he's going well, there's a strong possibility we might continue that relationship and who knows, he could represent us um, in the Sandgroper, which would be exciting. That would be massive, Gareth, if Wow, she's fast and Amron Boy made it across. As you say, they're um, first and second favourite to, to win the Phoenix in seven days' time or eight days' time. So um, are they both aiming up at the Golden Easter Egg or are they happy to bypass that and head across, like Kel said, head across to the Perth Cup I, and I, then I think focus Kel's, on the... Cal's indicating more for the... Perth Cup campaign in the Sandgroper because I think he likes the one-off type of race that are going to yep. Wentworth Park. And um, if Amron Boy wins the Phoenix, well, Jamie Ennis will do whatever we say, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we might even able to, like, try and put in that deal for Amelia's Jewel. Simon can have a share in Amron Boy. I don't know. Um, I know well she loves his dogs, so um, who knows. But that is exciting anyway. Have you got any other news from the Greyhound Sandgroper point of view? Um, no, nah, not, not overly on, on that. I haven't heard, heard of a lot and probably still a bit early for people to be spilling their beans, but, um, I guess on, on greyhounds in general in WA, it was, um, Adam Smithson qualified vice group yep. through to the, um, Hobart 1000 last night. He ran second in his heat, but it was the, um, there was seven heats and he was the fastest second. So he qualifies for that final next Thursday. So that dog's certainly taking Adam on a wonderful ride. Yeah, that's terrific. So he, he makes the final despite finishing second. Um, and we've got the Anniversary Cup tomorrow. Who wins that? Yeah, interesting race. They only um, obviously got, I think, eight nominations for the heats last week. So they just made it the heat and final. So basically what you saw last week is what we get tomorrow night, just a different box draw. Amplified was awesome last week off box one. She switches out to box seven. So it makes it a little bit tougher. Um, but she's probably still the one to beat. And I'd give a sneaky chance in that, I suppose, to a dog called Hinto drawing box two. But it'll be a good race for sure. All right, then. Um I've got a couple of um, best bets at Gloucester Park. So we'll come back and we'll go through our multi and also our best across the big race meetings in the West. Valana's having a vet test as we speak, but 
I had a look at him at Jimmy Taylor's place today. He um, has to pass the test because James thought he might have had a foot abscess on Tuesday morning. But the way he's moving, and I'm no vet, um, I think he'll be starting. He looks a million dollars for Lana. So we'll talk about that um, and the other feature races across the three codes in the West straight after this. This is the road to the trilogy on this Friday um, afternoon or Friday morning if you're listening into the West. Live on SEN Track, this is the Road to the Trilogy. Text anytime on 0499 736 736. And to subscribe to the podcast, just search SEN Track Giddy Up. Time to find some winners across a massive weekend of racing in the three codes in WA. I've got a multi for us at Gloucester Park. Race three, number one, or I think it might be race four. Better get this right. Um, might be race two, is it? Yeah, race two, number one. I feel sick, Dale. This is the horse that cost us the multi last week, and that's why Junior's not on, because he didn't <coughs> want to embarrass himself. So race two, number one, I feel sick, Dale, into race 10, number six, Flight of Fame. You get about $3 for that multi. Um, Charlesy, what are you doing? Well, I've been pretty bullish the last three weeks, um, and we, lucky enough, we've delivered for the punters. But um, tonight, like I say, there's not a lot of value on offer tonight at, at Mandra, and I'm going to stick with it. And I know you're loving late night, Gareth, so we're going to lock in race 10, the last race at Mandra tonight, race 10, number four, Karen. That's only $1.80. A bit short, but um, we're, I was on it last week at Cannington and it delivered. All right. So, um, yeah, so we're going race 10, number four, Karen. What are you doing, Simon, tomorrow? Uh, we'll play hardly ever. Race six, number seven. Peter Anthony's in his staking plan. Yeah. Uh, drawn beautiful. Beautiful. Um, Peter Anthony's our form expert on Giddy Up for Perth. Sorry, what was that, Gareth? I said, Peter Anthony's our form expert in Perth. We usually like muck around with the staking plan. He says, no, just $199.99 cents on hardly ever, he said. <laughs> so, chips in. <laughs> oh, that's good then. So, yep, no, perfect. Yeah, I think she's our best for sure. And Junior's got a Lando Blue race four, number two um, tonight. It's a beauty race, the Village Kid. Magnificent Storm looks tough to beat, but it's got a tough draw as well. Who wins the, the Gold Rush side before we let you go? Well, I was fortunate enough I clocked um, the Blue Army for James on Tuesday, and geez, they work strong, so um, any one of those two could um, off their gallops were, were brilliant, so I'd be playing them. Alright then, we will. Since you ruined their party last week with Cascadian, um, Jimmy will be back trying to win uh, the, the Group 1. It's not a Group 1, but it should be. $1.5 million goal rush. Hey, Charles, he love your work. You've been sensational once again. Peter O'Neill thinks he's the voice of Greyhound Racing in the West. You're now officially um, taking over that mantle. And Simon, we're, we're so proud of you, brother. Thanks for the insight and um, um, can't wait to annoy you now to try and get you to love us and team up with us for Amelia's Jewel. Um, um, for the quokka. <laughs> Love your work. There you go. Thanks for having me on, Cody and Charles. Gareth, thank you. The show was a lot better, by the way, without Gary Hall Jr., so I don't know if we should bother coming back next week. That is The Road to the Trilogy. Have a wonderful day. It's 1 o'clock.